0: Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships.
1: Well, good evening, and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a great show planned for you. We're uh, going to be talking about stay at home spring cleaning. And I know it's kind of difficult to do that when you've got everybody at home, but tonight we're going to give you some tips on how to get everyone involved and get some things done. So if you would like to have input on tonight's program and share some of your ideas, please. Uh, thinks maybe you've already planned to do or that you've started doing for stay at home spring cleaning and you haven't already written in you can text us at 325-428-6145 that's 325-428-6145 you can also interact with our facebook page at home with debbie rule we're happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts stories and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together And every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends stay tuned for thoughts from home at home with Debbie rule your place to discover more about home family and relationships I love MediShare because they protect and respect life MediShare is community
2: MediShare is affordable
1: MediShare is biblical
2: MediShare is uplifting
1: MediShare is family faithful MediShare is hope it's love
2: learn how thousands of christians can help you save on your health care call 844-74-BIBLE medishare affordable biblical health that's 844-74-BIBLE
1: everybody wants to be in love have great kids and the perfect home but nobody wants to talk about how to get there At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911, in-laws or outlaws. Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly... At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m., at Home with Debbie Rule. Welcome back. This is Thoughts from Home. With over 50% of Americans, population currently under mandatory stay-at-home orders, anyone with non-essential jobs have suddenly found themselves with lots of extra free time. Between that and social distancing, there isn't a better way to take advantage of the situation and tackle home projects like spring cleaning. After all, while it's difficult not to feel completely overwhelmed by stress, anxiety, and uncertainty, It's important to remember our homes are one of the things that we can have control over. While spring cleaning is a daunting task under any circumstance, it's far less challenging if a specific plan of action is implemented. As for how to organize objects, many people believe the key is to being able to find things. When you're organized, you can stay that way because you know where you put things. If you know where to put things, they stand a better chance of landing in that place, and then when you go look for them, they were there where they belong. It's best to take spring cleaning one room at a time, starting in the bathroom, because it's often the smallest room in the home. Once that space is finished, you'll have the confidence to take on larger spaces. Bathrooms are breeding grounds for germs, So disinfect doorknobs, handles, and other hardware before you begin the organizing process. Get rid of and replace old toilet brushes, shower curtain liners, trash cans, toothbrushes, and soap holders, as these items cannot always be adequately cleaned. And don't forget to wash the shower curtain. Sort through the medicine cabinet and vanity, tossing those nearly empty bottles as well as cosmetics, personal care products, and medications that have expired. Then, take an inventory of what's left. If you find yourself trying to fit large items like towels and cases of toilet paper and products into small spaces, well, consider purchasing an over-the-toilet shelf or organizer. Like bathrooms, kitchens tend to get messy. From unused gadgets to expired foods and condiments, as well as miscellaneous objects that belong somewhere else. It's best to start by focusing on getting rid of those things first. Take everything out and sort it by category. What would make sense is to keep in the top kitchen drawer. Well, you'd find a paper, a pad, pens and keys, maybe stamps in an envelope. Well, everyone's home is different, but most of us have that infamous junk drawer. The same rule still applies. There is no need for a drawer that is solely a dumping ground for clutter. Approach the pantry in a similar way. Get rid of anything old, expired, or unused, and sort through dishes and serverware through throwing out any cracked or chipped pieces, damaged food containers, etc. Lastly, clean your refrigerator and freezer shelves this is one taking everything out and giving the shelves a good scrub down, it is also the perfect time to check for any expired food. While stay at home orders have forced many people who normally work from offices to work from home, it is crucial to get these rooms in order. The optimal home office environment has the perfect balance of comfort and productivity. When organizing a home office, start first with clearing your workspace because a tidier work environment helps boost productivity. Take an inventory of old files, bills, etc. and remove papers that are no longer needed or are available digitally. It might even be wise to invest in a paper shredder, then store anything that needs to be kept in a decorative file cabinet. Approach desk drawers the same way as the kitchen junk drawer, by taking measurements and choosing organizers accordingly. Create a charging station to keep electronics looking neat and cords at bay. Next, moving on to the bedrooms, start by inventorying your wardrobe. This is the first step to tackling the master bedroom. Clothing organization starts with a few trips to your favorite donation or resale center like a local consignment store. A good rule of thumb is to get rid of clothing that hasn't been worn in a year, and if an object sparkles joy, we'll keep it. If not, let it go. Even if donating old clothing isn't possible right now, that isn't any excuse to avoid cleaning out your closet. Consider repurposing old textiles and turning them into homemade masks. If your current closet system fails to adequately organize your things, installing shelves or cube storage shelves can help. Make the best use of the space you have by swapping out wire and plastic hangers for matching slim non-slip hangers. They're created for space saving. Finish the look with storage baskets and bins for items like bulky sweaters, using storage baskets and bins that have a clear window that lets you see what's in them. If your room lacks closet space, opt for storage furniture like a garment rag, one that has a decorative modern look, and if you don't want to leave your clothing out, consider an armoire with doors. If you need more space in the living room, well, Living rooms tend to become incredibly messy, especially in family homes. So give every family member a basket or a bin for their belongings. This keeps clutter contained, and then everyone knows where to find their things. Start to clean by removing objects from the living room that don't belong there, but keep things that do belong in the room tidy. Fold blankets, straighten pillows, etc., and to keep the overall neat appearance. If you have a lot of meaningful objects and things that are starting to look unstyled or cluttered, it's best to switch up favorites seasonally. This also gives the space a minor refresh at no cost. And if you want success in keeping things organized, get the kids involved. Cleaning out kids' rooms should be a family project. Getting the kids involved in finding storage places for their things helps them know where to put them, and you stand a much better chance of them ending up there. Start by going through all their clothing and make them try it on. Last season's clothes, make donation piles, and keep on going. A shop An ongoing shopping list for what is missing in their closet. Put bulky winter sweaters and ski gear ski gear into storage and bring back spring and summer items such as swimwear and shorts. It's therapeutic and it sparks excitement for spring and summer days ahead. Most importantly, don't forget to clean and disinfect. While a major element of spring cleaning is organizing, it's particularly important to physically clean and disinfect surfaces during the pandemic. Clean all the ceiling and light fixtures in your home. Check for dust, dead bugs, and burnout light bulbs because lighting in your home is essential to giving it that homey feeling we all aspire to achieve. Then wipe down the inside and the outside of all your windows, including the window seals. It helps to open the window and vacuum out any dirt and dust that might have accumulated over the past year. Also, make sure to use the right kind of paper towel or cloth to not leave dust or streaks. Then wash or dry clean linens. Run items that have received lots of love over the winter months through the wash, such as throw pillows, blankets, and rugs, especially high traffic rugs, and outdoor rugs. While disinfecting services like countertops, doorknobs, and handles, etc. can help prevent germs from spreading, remember many disinfectant products like Clorox and Lysol aren't safe for all types of furniture and flooring, especially wood, because they can damage the finish. If that's the case, choose safe, less toxic products, especially if you have young children. And remember, you don't need to spring clean the entire house in a weekend. Instead, consider taking on one room at a time. Some may take a half day, some a full day, some more than one day. The key is not to rush, but to thoroughly declutter and clean. The result will give you a much-needed feeling of peace during this period of chaos. Happy cleaning. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back with more to come. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement, or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and The Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, Call The Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. family and relationships can be a challenge and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 fm and knelradio.com join me debbie rule every sunday from 6 to 7 p.m for at home with debbie rule this week on the program we'll be talking about stay home spring cleaning so don't miss this opportunity to learn more about how to get the clutter out and bring the spring in this sunday at six o'clock right here on 95.3 fm and knelradio.com i'll see you then Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where tonight we are talking about stay at home spring cleaning. Much to do with lots of family being at home and being nice and cozy, but might as well just put them to work if they're going to be there with you. It's going to be a mess anyway, so just put them to work. And joining me tonight, speaking of putting to work, my loving husband, Rudy Rule. Thank you for joining me tonight.
2: Well, hello, Debbie. How are you? I'm good. So, thank you for having me on the show. So,
1: how much are you uh, enjoying spring cleaning?
2: Well, you know, um, you look for the best. You know, (laughs) you look for the bright spot. Is it's spring?
1: It's spring, and
2: uh, you get a good feeling after you've cleaned up something, organized something, cleaned out something. So it's you know, Mm -hmm. there's a positive side to it. It's not anything you want to do if you had a, two choices you'd choose the other in almost every case but mm-hmm. you know it, it's it got to be done yep. and if you've got little ones around i love your attitude make them do it so
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> age appropriate help that's that's, that's right. the key you right messed there it up, you clean it up <laughs> you know and the thing is is that they love to help you know it's uh when they get older you might have a little trouble in getting them motivated but I believe in reward, you know, I give them something to look forward to. It's hard to be able to do anything right now because you can't get out and you really can't go anywhere. But you can add up those points, and when we're able to have a little freedom, they can use them then. Uh, But, you know, kids love to be involved, and especially during this time where everybody's at home, making use of your time during the day um, doing something constructive is probably going to be beneficial for everyone. And then that way at night you can you know do something fun.
2: You know if you're surrounded by disorganization, clutter, and chaos, you feel disorganized, cluttered, and chaos. Mm-hmm. And so, organizing your closet is a good step. I mean, that might be the first room you want to work on is your closet. Get your shoes organized, your clothes organized. You know, it's just at least when you go to get dressed, you won't be surrounded by chaos. So. <laughs>
1: if if you know if uh, that's where you want to be able to start with your organization i know that um it's it can be overwhelming for some people that are not used to being organized and maybe you're the one that's just organized all the time and that's part of spring cleaning you don't have to do because you live a very orderly life and so you're just going to do the cleaning part but then some of us over the year uh, have a lot of things that we need to declutter and get rid of and, um, switch around. And so it can be challenging at times to be able to find the time and the interest and the want to do it because you keep looking at it and thinking, Oh, I need to do that. But it keeps staring you in the face like this big, ugly monster and you don't want to start. But starting is the beginning That's of getting right. it done.
2: One thing I've noticed is, uh, I've gotten older and not as active. Uh, It's hard to wear out shoes, especially dress shoes and boots. I mean, you don't wear them enough, you don't walk enough, and you keep adding to them by buying new, and you run out of room. So, I mean, to declutter is not that easy. It's easy to say, but it's hard to do to get rid of stuff that still has some use left in it.
1: Well, that's coming from a, a man's point of view. Women out there are like, there's never too many shoes. I'm well, probably, I don't know if I'm the only one that thinks that way. There's probably some women out there that what was I don't thinking? care, but <laughs> most women, uh, there's never enough shoes. Uh, so, but getting them organized and, and do, you know, uh, get those that you're not wearing out because you can also be a blessing to someone else that needs them, you know, pass them on to someone or take them to uh, your local uh, charity, some place that you want to drop them off where they can be put to good use. Or um, you know, take them to the consignment store and sell them and make a little money. Do a garage sale, do a free sale. You know, just put it all out there and advertise and say, "Come on by, it's free. Pick it up, take it." You know, that's just blessing someone else that may need what you have and you're not using. So, you know, decluttering and getting things out is beneficial to other people as well when you do that. So, but then there's things that you come across that are kind of special and. You don't want to get rid of those things, and like I said in the opening comments, if it brings joy or it sparks something in you, then you probably need to keep it, and if you're just trying to talk yourself into it or putting it aside because you don't like to throw anything away, then you might put it in a pile to revisit again. That's what I do. I do definitely throws aways, and then some that are maybes, and then some that I definitely want to keep, and I go through the maybes and weed them out about five or six times or more. (laughs) Well, takes I've, me that many to do it.
2: I've noticed you're good at throwing my stuff out, but not so good at throwing your stuff out.
1: Oh, now, don't tell stories. I don't really go through your stuff that much. You clean your own closet. But one thing that we did do, and I'll share with our listeners, is uh, I do seasons with my closets, so... Fall and winter go in one time and then in an extra closet. I have all the spring and then I swap them out our closets uh, and then I swap them out. And so um, we have the office uh, room and there's a closet in there. And so I had some of my other extra wardrobe in there and so Rudy just said you know what would be so nice is let's just swap closets you know I'll use the office closet and you can have the one in the bedroom and then all your stuff will be in there and I don't know why I didn't think about that first because that was just an awesome idea we did the swap I I don't think he believed it when he said that to me he came home that night and I was swapping out the closets and it's been great ever since because I do have everything right there in the bedroom. And it looks kind of like he's moved out, but, you know, he hasn't moved out of the bedroom. But anyway, I tease him about that. I said, you, you've got all your stuff in the office now, so be good.
2: And it's so happy when I go <laughs> to get dressed because I don't have... I, My clutter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just say it, Rudy. We know. Yeah. Uh, So one of the things that you might think about in um, getting organized as far as spring cleaning, it can be overwhelming and really overwhelming this year because you do have everyone home. And if you're like me, it's hard to clean with everybody home. I need for people to go away and let me just, you know, be superwoman around the house, zipping around, getting it done. And when people are there, it's hard to clean around people especially if they're not helping or, you know, if they're kind of doing their thing. So uh, we understand that, and everybody's dealing with that right now as well. Women are getting frustrated because they know there's things that need to be done, but they can't do it because they've got kids camping out in every room and husbands that are home that are not usually home. And, you know, they're usually at work, and you might have a cleaning lady coming in, but now she's not coming in. And so, you know, things are different for Uh, different households. And so we're having to deal with those things that are different and make the best of them. So one of the first things that you might want to do is create a schedule that's easy to stick with and make a plan. You know, if there's some extra things that you want to do or some uh, things that need to be done, maybe writing those down and making a plan and sharing it with those that are in the family. We're big on family meetings, have a family meeting and say, you know, look guys, we've We've got a little bit more time that we're going to be at home. Let's try to get organized before mom and dad have to go back to work. And, and let's try to see if we can get things done together. We'll have more time to spend this summer on uh, things that we want to do. If we can work during this time that we're all at home to get things organized and, and ready. Uh, so, you know, before you know it, it'll be back to school again and, uh, in a couple of months. And so you'll be getting ready for that. And you can get a head start on getting things out and getting ready. Uh, for the fall, and it seems like that's crazy to talk about, but time flies, and it goes by so quickly, so get a plan, and write it down, share it with everyone in the family, have a family meeting, talk about it, you know, maybe uh, designate certain jobs to certain people, and, you know, even your youngest kids, they still like to do things, they'll sit down, and they want you to teach them how to fold the clothes, and they want you to teach them, you know, what this goes here, and this goes there, and one, I'm a firm believer that if you'll train them when they're young like that, then they'll continue to do it. And so um, let them be involved in helping you. You're, you're helping them to become successful when you involve them and in letting them help you. So make a plan and talk about it and then maybe ask, you know, who wants to do this and who wants to do this? And this is what I'm thinking. What do you think?
2: You know, one thing you said earlier was, uh... Take one room at a time. Uh When you look at, well, we've got to spring clean the whole house, it's like, ah, let's get out of here. Let's let's move, you know. I mean, you look at any alternative to get away from it, but if you say, let's just do one room at a time, Uh let's get this knocked out, and then you can sit down and plan. This is how we want to change it, maybe move furniture around, maybe paint something, maybe redecorate, and one at a time, just one at a time, and then. You know, it's like eating an elephant. You do it one bite at a time. You Mm -hmm. take it into small pieces, and you move forward, and that really can change the whole way you look at it Mm -hmm. because you get kind of excited. Oh, we're going to do one room. We're going to do this room. We're going to decorate it. Okay, let's get some new stuff. And, you know, you take it a little bit at a time and work together on it, and uh, before long, like you said, you'll have uh, spring cleaned the whole house, and you can go do something fun
1: Mm hmm And um, for me, one thing that I do that helps me is to just make a plan. And usually when it comes um, springtime, I'm ready to kind of update and do things. But we've had furniture for uh, the furniture that we've had now for well over 15 years. years. Yeah. And we've not, it's still good. It's still great. And every spring I might change out, throw pillows or... Uh, rearrange the furniture a little bit or do something that kind of brings a little a bit of update even just changing picture frames or changing out different pictures or things like that Um, which can bring so much of a feeling of change without having to go out and spend a lot of money Um, because not very many people can go out and spend a whole lot of money but they would desire something to look a little more updated or, or to change and so um I usually take, before I start, take a, a pen and paper and just start planning out what I want to do throughout the house. And I start prioritizing what is most important. And if there's things that I want to do that cost money, then I start prioritizing that. You know, what do I want to do? And how important is it to get this done first? And some things have to build on each other. So, you, you know, say you want to redo. I'm looking at redoing our kitchen and doing the cabinets. And this is all do yourself okay and so I've got to make a plan you know you got to do this before you do this because you don't want to put floor before you do the painting and you know and the cost and you have to consider that as well and write it all out and say okay well this is where we're going to start and we can do this this month and then in a couple of months we can do this and you know maybe we just buy one new door you know every two months you know whatever it is that you can do uh, that fits your budget and fits your time and your desire to change, and we've not done much change in our home that we're in. We've been there for a little over ten years because we've had it full of kids and kids going to college and kids getting married, and you know we've always had money going out in different areas. And this is the first time now that really I think I've wanted to do a lot of things, but there's not anything coming up, knock on wood, that uh, might prevent me from being able to redo those cabinets like I want to or something like that. So.
2: Well, And so you're talking about taking a full house uh, approach and you're talking about a major remodel because you're going to do every room in the house. But again, you're going to do one room at a time Mm -hmm. and you're planning it out and putting pen to paper Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. making a plan. Mm
1: -hmm. You can do that just even with regular spring cleaning. I mean, I I make a plan with where I'm going to start and what I'm going to do. And sometimes it might just be updating one room. And I don't have to worry about the others, but it gives me that sense of, I, I bought a couple of new pillows and it made my room, it changed the whole appearance of my room. And so, um, you know, making a plan just helps you to be able to see the overall picture and then work towards it. That helps me, helps me to be able to see things and also helps me to be able to stay on task. And some people, you know, it's hard for them to stay on task and to get things done. And I like to make a list and write it down and check it off and feel accomplished and feel like I've done something. And uh, the lists get longer and longer and longer. And sometimes I don't get to everything, but my intentions are good to get done.
2: You're good at making lists. I'll give you that. Well, we're going to... Making lists and making plans.
1: Making lists and making plans and getting some things done. Tonight, we're going to help you get those things done So that you can uh, maybe release a little bit of stress and anxiety that you have, especially during this springtime where we are stay at home and uh, everybody's at home, which can cause a little bit of chaos in itself. But uh, we've got some more good news for you when we come back after the break. We're going to help you uh, with a few more things that you can do on spring cleaning and also If you have a room that seems small and everybody's in it and you're just going crazy because it's so small, we've got some tips on how to make that room feel bigger. So stay tuned for a little bit more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back after this break.
0: This message is for all the citizens of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. I'm Lynn Ferris, the owner and general manager of Kenny l Radio. As you know, we are head-on into one of the most unknowing times our nation has ever experienced. While I'm confident we'll come out of this sooner than later, what we do in the meantime is crucial to helping our community remain vibrant and as strong as possible. I'm asking each of you now, more than ever, to support our local businesses, wherever and whenever you can. In today's world, it's easy to buy from an online, out-of-state company. But especially during this time, where many of our local retailers are facing an unknown and challenging future, I ask that you support them, just as they've supported our community. If we all work together by supporting our local business owners, we'll come out of this more resilient and stronger than before. From all of us at k we wish you good health, and thank you for supporting the Heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country community.
1: When you think of Sinfully Nice Foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are talking about at home, stay-at-home spring cleaning. Lots of things to do while the kids are at home, and husbands are at home, and wives are at home, and extended families at home, whatever your situation is, and it can be overwhelming in itself just having everyone there and knowing that you've got things to do. Uh, extra things to do because everyone's home more than usual. That can make things a little bit um, more to do.
2: Well, and getting everyone involved is important, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you get cabin fever. You get on each other's nerves. And if you're all in, all working towards the same thing with a goal, you know, once we get finished, we'll get ice cream or something like that. And mm-hmm. that's just – it. Uh, you can only be a couch patriot. I saw that
1: <laughs> on the commercial.
2: <laughs> commercial a patriot. But anyway, after a little while, you're ready to get up and do something. And, mm-hmm. you know, people just make a mess when they're sitting around and you get up and get that cleaned up.
1: Well, and, and uh, also expressing during your family meeting that uh, everyone's responsible for cleaning up their own mess. And maybe even alternating, you know, you should have some chores and some things already put in place before everyone's staying at home. And uh, it's better to stick with that now than better now than ever because everybody is at home. So, you know, if someone's responsible for helping uh, with the kitchen, then they need to that needs to be enforced because there's a lot to be done when there's a lot of people at home making a lot of messes. And um, so create a schedule, you know, and, and let everybody know this is what it is and this is why, how we're going to keep this um, ship moving, and it takes all of us to do that. And I've just found that uh, if you'll just encourage even the little ones. That's right. They want to help.
2: Big ones, too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. family meetings are a great idea. We instituted that years ago mm-hmm. and had family meetings and you know, we it, was, it wasn't something I grew up with. You didn't grow up with that. But it's kind of a new thing, and so we tried it in our family, and it worked wonderful. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to speak, and we got to make a plan, and everybody had input. And, you know, mom and dad are still in charge. But when the children feel like they're being heard, yeah, they've got a much better attitude.
1: Mm-hmm. And they come up with some good ideas sometimes that maybe you hadn't thought about. So it's good to let them, and it them.
2: reduces the tension in the family. Instead of being mm-hmm. the dictator and the cracking the whip and all of that, it's like, hey, let's all work together, mm-hmm. you know. And you don't you don't ever abandon that position of authority and responsibility, but you let them take a little bit of responsibility and be a part of. And mm-hmm. so everybody wants to be included.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it, as we move through this time of uh being mandatory stay home and then we ease back into where we're going. We have a little bit more time where we're going to probably all have to be at home and so you can get some of these things accomplished before you go back to work or before you um tr- you know try to be organized before you go. What a good feeling it is to launch out back into work and to your regular routine when you're organized and it's so hard to do that when you're working every day and this is actually going to be a blessing uh, for you to be able to be at home and do those things that you tried to do on the weekends and you tried to do in the evenings and when you had sports and everything else going on so now you have the time to really uh, declutter deep clean And we can't stress enough deep cleaning right now, especially with all of the germs and the things that have been going on. And we know that it's hard to get your hands on uh, cleaning supplies. It seems like the shelves have been stripped of paper goods and cleaning supplies. But when you go to the store, if there's something there, and maybe you're not quite out of it, but they have it, pick it up. And uh, not when you have a full bottle at home. What I'm saying about almost out Go ahead and pick it up and take it home with you because when you do run out, you know, in a couple of days, you may need to go and get it and they may be out of it. So start planning ahead of the things that you need to accomplish some of the tasks that you need to accomplish. And, you know, um, we don't think about, you know, cleaning the doorknobs all the time and cleaning those things. And I always used to tell the kids, you know, wipe your cell phone down and things like those things that carry the most germs where your hands touch and don't touch your face, you know, with your hands because you, you've got dirt and grease and natural oils and everything. And you wonder why kids break out. You know, so don't, don't touch your face. Quit touching your face. So be in those habits now. And then even after we get out of this pandemic situation, these are all good habits to follow every day.
2: You know, you make such a good point. Cell phones and cell phone cases Yes. And doorknobs are the dirtiest places in the home. Yeah, or anywhere. <laughs> when, they, when they do a check of cell phone cases, it's amazing what they find everything. Because mm-hmm. everything that's on your hands gets on your phone.
1: Well, and you set it down places, too. And oh,
2: man. And yeah. everything that's on your hand gets on the doorknob. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as, as far as wearing masks, which is a great idea, washing your hands, which is a great idea, if you can, you know, if you've just washed your hands and you're using a paper towel, use that towel to open the door mm-hmm. on the doorknob, and just use your elbow to turn on light switches. Light switches have everything on them too, mm-hmm. and so whenever they do kind of a oh a test to see if you know what's dirty and what's clean, they say, "What's the dirtiest thing in your house?" Well, it's usually a light switch, mm-hmm. and those things carry a lot of germs. Mm-hmm. And once you touch it, you've got it, and you're going to take it somewhere Mm -hmm. else. So, you know, this coronavirus is a deadly, terrible thing, Mm -hmm. and we sure don't want anybody to get it. Mm -hmm. And so even after we stop sheltering in place and get back to some semblance of normal, we need to have a real eye towards hygiene and cleanliness Mm -hmm. and not spreading germs, because people are dying, and it's mm-hmm. so serious.
1: Mm-hmm. And these are just good habits to have anyway. And uh, and I've always been, if I use a public restroom and I wash my hands, I take the uh, paper towel and I always use that to open the door yes, after I've absolutely. washed my hands. And I have a thing about, you know, flushing the toilets at the... Um, Public restroom, and I use my feet. You know, my grandsons that are little—they the go, <laughs> they go in there with me. They're like, "I want to do it. I want to do it." Your leg like, won't well, reach. Let me flush the toilet.
2: <laughs> don't touch that. <laughs> don't
1: touch that. You know, it's just things like that. Common sense. You know, wash your hands, clean your hands, uh, protect yourself from areas that might be carrying a lot of germs and things that you don't want to carry out with you. And in your home, you can prevent that too. And right now, you shouldn't be having a whole lot of traffic coming into your home. So you should be able to de-germ it and disinfect it and get everything out and, and start clean and fresh. And, man, does it feel good when you come in and there's room just feels fresh and clean. Open those windows and let some of the fresh air in and open those shades and let the sunshine in. That is therapeutic in itself people that sit at home in a dark room and close the shades and turn on the tv and just veg out all day long that is so depressing don't do it if that's you stop open the shades open the windows enjoy the sunshine be thankful every day that you have a new day and rejoice in the things that you can rejoice in and enjoy this springtime and be at home and make it fun and functional for your family, because when you look back and you have to go back to work, you're going to be like, oh, I wish I was able to still stay home. So it just seems like we're never happy with wherever we are. That's just our human nature. But, you know, get, get, get with the program now and get things done. And um, you will be so happy that you did. And, you know, I always say um, a very wise lady told me this when I was first married is uh, she, she said, "If you ever want to bring life into your home and uh, well, I'll just back up a little bit. Rudy and I had been having a few disagreements and I had gone to her to talk to her about it and and she said, well, you know if you want to bring life into your home and you want things to change, bring some life in your home and if it's just put a few fresh flowers on your table at night and get ordered orderly and you know welcoming and things like that and and I started to do that. And I thought it does, it brings life into your home, and it changes the whole environment when you bring those kinds of things, letting the sunshine in. And so if if you're sitting at home in doom and, glo- and dark, open it up, because this will energize you, it will encourage you, and it will certainly help lift some of that depression that some of us are under. You know, we have a lot of anxiety about getting sick, and some people rightfully so, if they did catch it they might not, you know, make it. They have um, immune systems that are compromised, and they have cancers and different things that if they got it, it would be very dangerous. So we understand that, but don't don't be depressive.
2: I thought she told you to quit arguing with your husband, and that would well make things better. I thought that's... No, she,
1: she said, bring me, bring in some fresh flowers and put them on the table, Debbie. Uh. <laughs> and make him a nice dinner. That's what she said. So, uh, and so I did. And for years, I've done that. And if even it's just to bring the roses in from the outside or, you know, just pick up a very inexpensive little bouquet at uh, Walmart and put it on the table. But it, it just brings life into your home.
2: Well, and those are all good, good points. And you know, the home should be your favorite place in the world. And mm-hmm. if it's not, you can make it that way. You can make it brighter, more welcoming, mm-hmm. more enjoyable. And you should. And, you know, when couples work together and families work together, they love being at home. They love being with each other.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: love hearing stories of uh, childhood memories where children loved playing Monopoly or Parcheesi mm-hmm. or Dominoes or just all being around the table and talking with family. Mm -hmm. And those moments you think will always be there, but they're not. And they're fleeting, and they become great memories. And so uh, get that home organized, do some spring cleaning, take pride in your home, love your home, Mm -hmm. and it helps your mental health. You, You know, you're talking about a gloomy, dark room with the shades closed watching TV, and TV's gloomy. Mm-hmm. They open up the windows mm-hmm. and turn on the lights and run the vacuum cleaner and mm-hmm. and get some light into the room and let it get fresh and
1: it'll change your whole attitude. I think. Yeah. Uh, so making a schedule and making a plan and decluttering, uh, getting the whole family involved, and then establishing cleaning habits that will last year-round. You know, this is key because this will help you to be able to stay on top of things. And if you dedicate, you know, just a half an hour a day, you know, keeping the fridge tidy and wiping things out as they get spilled, and then when you do that deep cleaning, it's not going to take you two days to do it because you've been kind of maintaining it all along. So it's good to make a a, a cleaning, um, do establish some cleaning habits that's going to last you for the year round as you're as you're going and big cleaning in the spring, but maintain it throughout the year so that it's less work for you to do in the spring. And I'm telling you, it really works if you do that. You know, some uh, people are at home and they've got. Um, they say that I love the saying that love grows in little bitty houses, and that's true. Uh, so does strife and. And uh, frustration and all kinds of other things grow in little bitty houses. And so um, that's just being realistic. You know, when people are on top of people, and especially for a long period of time without a break, it can get kind of, um, uh, you can get kind of annoyed and frustrated. And, you know, everybody's kind of getting on each other's nerves. And so, it, and so a lot of times it's because we're just in a space that's really small. And you can't help that. You can't go out and buy a new house because we're in a pandemic and you got to stay at home together. You've got to make things work. And so one thing that I've come to find is that um, you can create some optical illusions in your home to kind of open things up and to brighten things up. And one of the things that we talked about just a minute ago was opening the shades and opening things up. And, you know, if you have an open feeling, an open look, then it helps to things feel that things are not so closed in so that's the first thing and the second thing is maybe rearranging some furniture a little bit where you have a little bit more space And opening up the middle of the floor where the kids can get in the middle of the floor and play. Moving some things around. And um, I did this uh, last week. I kind of created a little reading area in my living room and changed some things around. Brought some chairs from the bedroom and took one out. And, you know, just kind of rearranged things. Didn't have to spend a penny. But just rearranged the things that I have at home. And I created a little environment here in the corner of our living room. And I told my grandsons, I said, this, I said, I do not want this area messed up. This is my quiet spot. This is my quiet place where I read, my quiet place. And so they've just hung on to that. And so now they say, we're going to the quiet room. And they'll take their books and they'll sit in the chair and they'll be very quiet and they'll read. And, um, you know, Rudy was in the room the other day, and what did one of them come into you say?
2: came in and saw me sitting there and said, you know, Mama invited me into the quiet room and looked at me expectantly, and I said, would you like to come into the quiet room? And, oh, he was so happy.
1: Yeah, and they know to be quiet, you know. And, and really, when I was saying that, it was just that, you know, this is going to be an area where I want to be able to turn on the lamp, sit in my chair, and read my Bible or read my whatever I want to do during my time. And they kind of hung on to that. And so now they take their book and they're real quiet during the day and we can sit there or even I read from... You know the chair to them in that area, and so it's just you know, and that didn't cost us anything, but it rearranged, and it's something new to them and new to us and so not that we didn't have areas in our home that were like that before, it was just that we established it now, and we've let them you know put a name to it, and it's really been productive and so um you know little things like that that you can do that just might take a little bit of work, a little bit of creativity, a little bit of planning. But you can do some changing that doesn't cost a penny, that can bring life into your home, and that's the thing here. You want to bring life into your home, and you want the people in your home to feel life. Mm-hmm. And so, by just rearranging things a little bit, um, using light colors. Will help to um, bring out an optical illusion of things being bigger and brighter. Rearrange that furniture where you can have um, some space on the floor to get down with the kids and play. And you know, when they're not home that much, maybe that little space that they were playing in was sufficient. But everybody's home now at one time, and you might need to move some things around. And our take some things out and put it in another room for right now so that you all can have room to relax and enjoy being together and not be right on top of each other and feel like you're um, going to be able to survive, you know, the next few weeks.
2: You know, one comment, uh, our grandsons came in after you moved the furniture around and went, wow. I mean, they thought they were in a totally new place. Mm -hmm. And just think of your living room. How long has it been set up the way it is right now? What if you moved the couch or put the TV on the other wall or just rearranged it? It would have a totally different feel to it, Mm -hmm. especially if it's been that way for a long time. Mm -hmm. And that's the reaction you got when you uh, rearranged some of the chairs. And they were just, you had no idea it Mm -hmm. was going to have that impact on them, but it did. And it's been so cute Mm -hmm. to see all of that.
1: And, you know, that's something that I've done all our married life. You know, you would come home from work and all the furniture would be rearranged somewhere, you know. And you're like, how did you move that piano? How did you move that? You know, I just could do it. And um, I don't know how. I just, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And, uh, but, you know, I didn't have money to go out and buy new things. You know, I chose to stay home with my children and not work and that was by our choosing, and so when I chose to do that, then that was the second income that we didn't have, and we had to make it, and we had to have furniture for 15 years, and we, you know, so I would just rearrange things and move things around to give myself a, a, a new look and, and kind of change things around. I might buy a little pillow here and there, something like that, to just maybe add a little bit of new life, but, um, but, I mean, you can make changes without it breaking the bank. And uh, it just takes a little bit of creativity and, you know, put some spark in there and make your, you know, I don't know. You used to come home and things were all different. Did that frustrate you or <laughs> did you? Uh, I guess if you didn't remember that chair it was, was like there and you got up in the middle in of the night, that world? might be. But.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, that's why God gives you toes so you can find furniture in the dark. Yeah. I've done that a few times.
1: Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, you got to be careful. Got to got to memorize where things are before you turn uh, off the lights, Rudy.
2: I've done uh, that before. I've turned off the lights and then went, wait a minute. Let me turn the lights back on. Okay, is the chair is, there yeah, or not? All right. well, move this out of the way. Oh, my gosh, that's a true story. Man.
1: And moving right on along. Uh, another thing that can brighten up a room or make a room appear to be larger is using mirrors. And this will really um, bring a reflection, which will help um, open things up. It also helps reflect if you've got some natural light coming in. Um, just changes the whole room around. And so that's something that you might think about. But you know, making uh, the best out of your room together because. What you don't want is, and this is all the time, not just now during our stay-at-home um, shelter-in-place, is that you don't want your family in different rooms. If you, if you are a family and you spend most of your time in one room and your husband's in another room and your kids are in their room on their devices and you're on your devices, and all the time that you're at home, you're separated I'm not saying that you can't do that. I'm just saying that most of the time that you're at home, you're separated. Your family is not growing together. You are growing apart. And it's time to put some of those devices down. It's time to have family time and to come together. And there's no better time than right now to come together and to do that And um, it's just not healthy for everyone to be in a different place all the time. You need to have some time together, and that needs to have enough space for you to be able to do that, whether it's around the table. If you haven't been one to be sitting at the table and having dinner at night, I want to encourage you to do that because a lot of good things happen when you have a family meal at night.
2: And here's the key. If you're doing something fun at the table and the kids are laughing, The other kids will come in and want to know what's going on in here. They'll want to be a part of it. Everybody wants to laugh. Everybody Mm -hmm. wants to have fun. Everybody Mm -hmm. wants to entertain, be entertained. And, you know, it doesn't take that much effort. There's a lot of great board games. There's different things you can do, even on your devices. We Mm played a lot of those silly games. Video games. On our devices, Mm -hmm. you know, where you hold it up to your head and you try to guess the Oh, yes, Word. the words, oh, yes, yes. Oh, that was yes. hilarious. Yes. So.
1: Um, there's things that you can do. The main thing is spending time together and um, nurturing those relationships. If, if there's not anything else that you do this spring during this time that you're staying at home together is decide that you're going to nurture your relationships, that you're going to put um Bygones to bygones and set things aside and learn to get along with one another and learn how to love one another again. You know, I think so many times we get busy with life and we um we drift away. Um and, don't even know and we don't even know it. So this is a time where we can reconnect with one another, where we can learn to be the way we used to be with one another and grow from this point forward. True. And uh you've been given a gift. I know that it seems like terror and and uh you know like you're in prison, you know, having to stay home, but this truly truly is a gift from God to for you to be able to um be together Reconnect. because otherwise you wouldn't do it. I mean, we're guilty of that. Otherwise you just wouldn't do it. So you've been given a gift now and um use it wisely. Get your homes cleaned up in order. And enjoy your home, enjoy your family, spend time together. Take these last few weeks that we're at home with uh, shelter in place, make them um, functional. Be constructive with your time, and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Because before you know it, it will be over, and we'll be back in the rat race before long.
2: Say nice things to one another.
1: Yes, say nice things to one another. That's, that's key. Mm-hmm. If someone leaves a mess and. You don't want them to leave a mess, just ask them nicely to pick it up. <laughs> nicely is the, right. right. the key. That's uh, right. That's right. Nicely is the key. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you, sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule.
2: I'm Rudy Rule. And
1: we'll see you next week right here at 6 p.m. on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week.
0: Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on CanHill 95.3 FM and canhillradio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships.